Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. Well, good morning, everybody. It's Black Sheep Radio. I'm Ben McVie. I'm Chris Brown. And Mark Lefebvre is joining us this morning. Hey, what up, bro? What's going on, boys? How are you guys doing? Uh, doing all right. How are, how are the kids? Is the one screaming, uh, what is it? Come get me? <laughs> somebody. No, not screaming somebody yet, but it's probably coming soon. So oh, but my wife and uh, upstairs will deal with her. Please, please hold the mic up so we can hear that because I heard it the other day. It's pretty damn funny. <laughs> yeah, is it the same awesome. every day? Like, <laughs> it's the exact same thing every day. And the older one, she because she's trying to be quiet for her sister, she goes, guys. That's how she calls us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like a half yell. Yeah, guys. See, uh, when when I was a ki- when I was a kid, uh, and I was I would always be one of the first people awake in the morning. But I never woke anybody up. Like I would run downstairs by myself. Obviously, a little bit older than your little ones, but I would run downstairs and eat cookies until people woke up and stopped me. <laughs> that that was my. <laughs> Uh, nice morning in the hammer 14 degrees today the high chance of showers this afternoon pretty much carbon copy tomorrow 15 sun cloud showers thursday looks like dog shit right now rain showers high of six maybe even some flurries but let's enjoy the good stuff while we've got it and we can uh, look out our windows and appreciate what lovely weather looks like Mm. can't wait hey uh, the close gauge park yeah what they what? Like they, they close Gage Park. Like I tried Gage to go for park a walk. Is closed. Yeah, like you can't even go walk on the paths anymore. They had closed the parking lot, and now they close the paths. So it's a yeah, beautiful day like this, and I can't even go to Gage Park. Not that not to go on the playground, but just to walk around and ride. Right. Mm. Yeah, it's a good time to own a dog because really, it's your only excuse to go out for a walk. It seems right now. <laughs> they yeah. weren't no, they, but they were doing that in Italy at one point. You could only go out for a walk if you had your dog. And you could only go, uh, I think, uh, like a two, three block radius of your home, and then it was back home, and then that was that. People just adopting mm. dogs just to go out for 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah, they're, they're saying that uh, that animal shelters have been pretty much adopted all the way through now. Like, There's not many dogs left because people need the companionship of having pets now yeah. in, this situ- in this situation. Another silver but, lining to COVID, eh? It's yeah, exactly. it's, it's, it's nice to see a little silver lining for sure. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's a cool one for sure. I mean, it, it, it helps. Like we got... We got kittens over this summer, the past summer, you know, and uh, I don't know what we'd do without them at this point because, like, this, they're like our sole source of entertainment for eighty percent of the day. <laughs> uh, so yeah. let's get down to brass tacks. What did you guys have for dinner last night? Uh, what did I have for dinner last night? I made. Uh, we had frozen spaghetti sauce in the freezer, so I made spaghetti for the kids because it's a hit every single time. Yeah, and you, nice. you can't go wrong with that, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I had. Um, Lipton's chicken noodle soup. You know that one from the packet? Oh, with the powder, yeah. with the, the yellow with, powder with the pa- in the bottom? Ex- that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. I was just like, I don't know, feeling a little bummed out. Like, don't even yeah, exa- it in, just eat the powder. It is, oh, so it, is the most, it is one of the most delicious ways I can think of to get an unhealthy amount of sodium into my body. <laughs> <laughs> Chibani's house yeah. with a bunch of packages of them with that yeah. removed. Just the noodles are still in. Yeah, the noodles, yeah, the noodles are gone, and I just snort the powder at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Okay, so I, we pour. 
I got I got fancy last night. I did uh, like a butter curry chicken. I sweated nice. down onions and peppers and pineapple, and wow. then, yeah, in curry powder, and then added like tandoori, pa- uh, not tandoori, um, uh, tikka masala paste. It, it was delicious. But that's wow. not a, that's not every night here. We don't eat fancy every night. Sometimes. There's nothing in the McVie household like a good poverty meal. Like, you know, you're down, you're down to – and this this might actually come in handy uh, for this COVID thing because it's getting harder and harder to get out and get groceries on a regular basis. So they're And they're talking about limiting grocery store visits geographically to postal codes. So in other words, if yours – you have a certain postal code, you can go on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and that's it. You're going to have the show ID to show where you live in order to get into the grocery store. That's how they're trying to regulate or thinking about trying to regulate how often people go. So that being said, if you get down to the point where you, you know, you've just got a few things left in the pantry, the fridge, the freezer, but you need to throw together a high quality meal, we're here to help. (laughs) <laughs> so without further delay, because we, we brought this up to Mark just before we started, we, we mentioned the idea of, you know, a, a sort of last resort meals. And you said you had a good one. Oh, yeah. Uh, this would because I, I mean, I lived on my own since I was like 17, uh, kind of last year of high school. So you get to uh, you got to make you got to make things that you have in the cupboard more elegant. Like if you add taco <laughs> seasoning to craft dinner, buddy. Buddy. Like, you read my mind. Taco seasoning, and if yep. you and if you really want to, if you really want to go low low scale, you get the white cheddar craft dinner, not craft dinner, just the white cheddar no name stuff from the dollar store, and yeah, taco seasoning from the dollar store to that. Wow, it's like eighty five cent meal. Hmm. Buddy, you, you're living on a prayer there. Let me tell you, Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> That's a powerful combination, I have to yeah. say. I've never even considered doing that. I could, I mean, at that point, yeah. add chicken. You can add whatever you want to that, but you've got a, a strong base coat with the taco seasoning <laughs> and craft dinner. Okay. <laughs> Chris? Um, you know, apart from that, that Lipton chicken noodle soup is one of those things that I, I always absolutely love. I'm a big, I'm a big grilled cheese guy. Like, mm. you know, two, two pieces of bread, a craft single and like a disgusting amount of ketchup. Sorry, Ben. Um, I like, um, I, I, I survived when I was living up in Owen Sound, starting my radio career, I survived pretty much exclusively on hot dogs. Um, so, so I can always, you know, I can always do, I can always do hot dogs as well, but like, um, you know, pizza pockets, all that stuff, chicken fingers. I'm, I'm all about it. You know, like I, I have, I, I like, uh, eating, um, fancy food for sure. I'm a bit of a foodie, especially, uh, the Hamilton restaurant scenes is, is spoiled by that, but, um, okay. Now I might definitely be not above. I, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I just heard something and maybe, maybe I'm out of the loop here, but you mentioned pizza pockets and my 16, mm. I'm not a pizza mm. pocket guy. My 16 year old daughter though is, and she's extremely particular about the pizza pocket. It can only be, there's only like certain kinds and certain shapes, and I don't get it. Well, well there's, there's two. Like it's like fucking Gretzky and Lemieux. There's two. There's the pizza pops, which are made by McCain. Sorry, pizza pockets, which are made by McCain. Those are okay. the round. Those are the round ones that look like. If you were to remove someone that ate too many of those as kidney, that's what it would look like. Just a little <laughs> brown, brown nugget. 
and then you've got <laughs> and then you've got the Pillsbury pizza pops, which are more like like a Jamaican beef patty kind of shape. They're like a mm. wallet, like a cheese wallet. That's yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. The debate's yeah. over there. Like if there's any other no-name brands of pizza pops, that's like buying no-name laundry soap. Like you Chris, can't do that. Chris, have you noticed that every time Mark's on, we get a new name for a band? Like, I seriously want to be playing a band called Cheese Wallet. <laughs> Cheese Wallet. Right? Yeah, Open, for sure. Opening for Wiener Fob. So, so Ben, are you? Do you eat pizza pops or pizza pockets? Neither. You you would never eat like one of those. Like, no, you have no experience like, with them. I don't like those things. I just think they're too doughy and and because <laughs> when I but when I eat them, do you know how many times I have scarred the inside of my mouth on one of those oh, fucking yeah. things? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the the best part about that is is you the first bite you burn your mouth, the second bite it cools it off because it's fucking frozen in the middle. So. <laughs> Chicago style, burnt on the outside, raw in the middle. <laughs> yeah, so I'm. This, this is you know, I I prefer pizza pops, the Pillsbury ones, that the cheese wallet variety. Yeah. Um, like now, you, now you keep not, saying it, and now it sounds gross. <laughs> yeah. Now it's, now it sounds yeah. like a sex toy. No, it sounds like something you'd call some guy in traffic. Like nice lane change, you fucking cheese wallet. <laughs> <laughs> the traffic what's that um, uh, yeah the, no, the, so I'm, uh, yeah the, Go the, ahead. the the low rate low budget meal here of choice is my wife's creation she's got a couple there's mr noodle surprise which is mm. basically uh no i don't even know what it is i, I don't know mr. 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 Noodle. Surprise. I, anything that ends in surprise by the way is a poverty meal always <laughs> <laughs> it's a surprise it's not gourmet <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's you, know, you, French, yeah, you go to a French restaurant, they never have anything that says like so and so Kel Surprise. Yes, Coke Surprise. <laughs> the surprise isn't in the flavor of the meal. It's the fact that you fucking woke up the next morning. That's that's the surprise. So, don't, no, but she does have one that's really good, actually, and it's simple. It's a box of KD. It's a pound of ground beef and about a third of a tub of sour cream all stirred up together and i am telling you mwah. now now that now that mark has joined the party though i may have to add the taco seasoning oh but every single item that we've mentioned so far chris mentioned grilled cheese sandwiches throw some fucking taco seasoning on that <laughs> you know what i mean like this, you can mexical anything with some taco seasoning i have a scary feeling that mark's going to be dusting the kids with it like <laughs> Seasoning <laughs> <laughs> here before you start. Well, listen, we're going to get it up on our Facebook page because we figure this is something that Black Sheep Radio listeners are going to have to add for sure. Is your favorite low cost meal? Now, do we need to set a like a a money limit, a spending limit, guys? Because I mean, Marks came in at about a buck. Chris, you're in around three. Mine's a little more. Box of KD, about a buck. Sour cream. It's the ground beef that gets you, though, Benny, because that, that shit's expensive now. But I'm still coming in at a family. <laughs> I could feed. I could feed three people on what twelve bucks there. I'm gonna say that's that, that counts. Yeah, maybe go for like the ground turkey or something. It's like a buck cheaper. Is it? Yeah. Okay. You lose some of the zinger ground beef, but you know. You can, tell better us, you, too. you can tell all of us have turned uh, <laughs> taken turns at working in radio because we know the cheap meats. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Let's let's set a let, okay. So you you have how many? Okay, here are parameters. Then you have to you have to feed four people, and your budget's twenty bucks. Come up with a good meal. Oh, that's twenty good. bucks, Jesus! That's I know, right? It's Mark's I can get like, pretty, I can get pretty fancy for twenty bucks. You know, Mark, there's taco seasoning I can buy for twenty bucks. Yeah, Mark's like fuck. I call that the weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we were doing pre-COVID. Okay, 50, fifteen then. Fifteen final offer. All right, all right. Fifteen dollars for people. Give me something good. Now, by good, I don't mean nutritious, of course, but I do no. mean delicious. Well, yeah, you can't have both. Choose one. Mark, I saw something on your Facebook page the other day as we get into item two here. Five years without a cigarette. And yeah, I remember, buddy. I remember Mark in his cigarette days. You, you were quite the blazer, sir. I enjoyed c- cigarettes. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed cigarettes. That's, that's all I got to say about it. I really liked them. Um but you got to grow up eventually. And uh, once my first daughter was born and I would, you know, I mean, I, I think it was about a month after she was born. Well, April 5th was my, was my quit date. She was born on the 20th of February. So a month and change. And I would get home from a day of smoking and just scrub the yellow shit off my fingers with uh, that thing that you're supposed to use on your feet in the shower. And just oh, scrub, go outside for a smoke go back inside, scrub my fan. I'm like, what the, I'm fucking washing my hands more than I'm doing anything else here. So, uh, it was good practice for COVID, but, um, yeah, no, it was just, uh, it was just time to do it. So. All right. Read, so what was your, what was your secret? Uh, read a book, Alan Carr's the easy way to quit. Never a had a cigarette people. ever again for my entire life. Never a even a career. It works for, I've read it. It, I was back to smoking. You got to read it again. Then you didn't read it well enough. I didn't read it well enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm like a born again non-smoker, by the way. So don't even get me fucking wrong. I'll be at your yeah. door with a book in my hand, and it'll be Alan Carr's easy way to quit. Yeah, like I, I I've been, uh, I, I stopped smoking full time. Well, I mean, I'm sure you guys will understand this, but I've stopped and started a ton of times actual cigarettes it's it's been it's been a fucking journey um for sure Uh, i've switched to vaping about two years ago um this year i've been like scaling back the vaping like lowering my my the nicotine level uh and you know just this because of this whole um flu bug that i've been battling over the little last little bit i've gotten off of vaping i think i'm like seven or eight days now without having any or i think i might have snuck a puff or two over the last couple days but not really in the last at least five holy shit you're Uh, not dead no i know (laughs) for sure (laughs) yeah so it's it's just it's yeah I'm kind of right in the middle of it obviously and 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 for the people that don't smoke i mean it's it's kind of hard to explain how how it feels, um, and the, the the best way that I I described it to uh, my girlfriend Bree is is it's as if you've had too much coffee, so you're kind of jittery, but and you're also like really hungry and irritable. Like it's like you know like you're it's like the combined. Can you know, I? Ex- that's, I'll, that's ex- I'll explain. I'll explain it for you if you want to non-smokers. Sure. Yeah. 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 For, for non-smokers, it's like putting on shoes that are three sizes too fucking small and crushing your feet all day, and then taking them off every fifteen minutes, and then putting them uh, back on again, and then taking them off, and then putting them back on again, and then taking them off, and then putting them back on again. Did that come from the book? <laughs> 
<laughs> Everything comes from the book, man. I knew it. See, no, Mark is literally, he's that hes that former smoker that smokers yeah. can't stand. Yeah, oh, that, I got like stigmata with the cigarette burns in oh, my yeah. palms. Absolutely. <laughs> like, he is that guy in a crowded village square where everyone is smoking. He's the guy standing on the soapbox screaming, a day of reckoning is coming while holding up the Allen Carbone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm I'm still on the the vape thing. I haven't had a cigarette in a long time, but that's I'm still good. On the vape thing, so. Oh yeah, it's. Somebody, are you noticing? Somebody yeah, said, are, hey, haven't you read up on uh, what that's going to do to you? And I'm like, oh fuck off! Like really, you know, I, I I read up on what cigarettes did to me, and I was still doing. But pick your poison, I guess. Yeah. I just I, I this I at zero this, poison. <laughs> at this point right now, like I've I've tried a cigarette recently and now they're disgusting i, I yeah mm-hmm. ugh, god I, I i have a hard time with it but uh I, they I, always I, were I, just, I know but I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not um they always were it's true but i just i'm not ready to totally give it up yet yes you are oh god <laughs> somebody killed mark and it's actually the ghost of alan Carr now. <laughs> he actually did die too like uh, lung cancer right Oh, yeah, because he used to smoke like three packs a day. You imagine smoking three packs a day? Yeah. No shit. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Fucking that. stomping Tom Connors. <laughs> wow. Oh, she's yelling, somebody. Here. Oh, can, can we hear go I'm going to go. Here, just okay. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, you can hear it. <laughs> she's stomping. <laughs> you can hear me. Go. Go. <laughs> that's awesome that's so good that is so good it's my favorite thing to wake up to okay and, and, of, and of course and of course being a model father he's going back to doing the podcast that's only be pissed off when she gets to minute 17 of this podcast <laughs> hey let me, um, Mark, when did you start smoking? Uh, I was an idiot. I started smoking when I was like 20. Like when I started going to the bar all the time and, okay. and you know what I mean? My party yes. days, I guess. I didn't really party when I was in high school, so. Great. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate for me too, actually. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't party at all in high school. I didn't drink at all. Um, at, pretty much as soon as I was able to buy them legally, I started oh, okay. kind of smoking, you know? I was about, I don't know, 16 or 17. And the reason I was asking was I remember the first time I got caught. See, I was still I was still under parental supervision, right? So oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. First time my dad caught me the first time and was pretty cool about it. He's, he was a smoker himself, right? So and I don't say was in, in terms of my dad is gone. He's still with us, but he's a smoker. So um, he was pretty chill about it. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm asking that reason because I mean, Mark, you've got kids. What, what happens if you catch one of the girls having a smoke? Are you going to lose your mind? Uh, no, I haven't really thought about it. I've more thought about it. If they do pick up the habit, you're going to have to sort of put it in your head. Well, I did. Right. No? Uh, I guess. But does that, I mean, I did a lot of stupid shit. So does that mean that they should be able I should be okay with them doing it. Cause if my parents knew the stupid shit I did, they wouldn't right. have been okay with it. So, you know, I mean, every time I did something that I shouldn't have been doing, whether it was, uh, maybe partying a little too hard or whatever. Um, I knew I was doing something wrong. You know what I mean? I'm not a psychopath. So <laughs> I knew that I was doing something wrong. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, I would assume that they would know that they were doing something wrong. I would be like, you know, I mean, because I still smoke weed, I'd be mortified if they, if like my older daughter saw me hit a pipe or something like that. I'd be mortified mm-hmm. having, having to answer those questions. So that's more what I think about at this age because they're so young. I'm assuming when I get into my, or when they get into their teenage years, I'm going to be horrified about the things that they're up to only because I know the things that 16, 17 mm-hmm. year old boys are up to not because of what necessarily they are up to yeah um but i think they're going to be good kids anyway so i don't think i have to worry about it too much ah they're going to do all right sure sure that'd be all right yeah i was just curious because i mean you know like my 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 older kids have one smokes one has quit but i remember when they i first realized ah shit they're smoking and it was like uh but what can i say right like all i all i can say is it's really not a good idea but anyway, yeah, it's, it's hard to pontificate when you smoke. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. Sure is. I so, also uh, think like having, sorry, I, I also think that having smoked and, and having lived through it is, is also like, I know, I know you could say, oh, well, I can't say anything because I smoke or whatever. But like, I think that you could, like, if you tell them not to smoke, you have the more of a experience to speak on why it's a bad idea. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, 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 you can explain to them why it's like, you know, sure, I, I enjoy it, but you got to understand, like, you know, I've been spending X amount of money on it. You know, it fucks me up and all this stuff. You know, no, all I, all I did was just hawked a big pan, lung pancake. There you go, exactly. Too, and it's like, you want that? Nope. Okay, well then, don't smoke. That's it, right? Like you know, like like people like people that don't smoke and have never tried it. Like, sure, they they can stand on their high horse and talk about how oh, mm. I didn't do it, so you don't have to. But like you, like all of us can speak from experience as to why it's not a great idea. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't know. Mm. yeah. Plus, you're the uh, parent; you can tell them what to do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're the boss. So, Roseanne Barr was out of the news for too long, so she said something stupid. Uh, well, she didn't have a show to lose now, so what'd she say? She was, she was talking on some show with Norm MacDonald, and she, Love Norm. she she's yeah, serious about, uh, she says that COVID-19 is a government conspiracy designed to kill off the baby boom generation so we don't have to pay them their social security checks. <sighs> Hmm. See, okay, so th- there's a lot of things. Like, obviously, I, I'd, I'd love to see where she's getting this opinion from, and, and sh- it sounds like she just pulled it out of her fucking ass. But um, think, it just like it doesn't make sense. Like, think about, like, think about all of the companies that are losing. The companies are probably the governments specifically are probably losing so much more money by enduring this than they are ever have to pay social security it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard but yeah like it doesn't make sense Hmm. like these these governments are fucking crumbling like what like what who would you know that i've I've heard conspiracy theories about like you know um destabilizing the west and 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 you know destabilizing democratic societies because they can't handle it as well as like these authoritarian fucking regimes nah, like China no, they're, Russia. they're kind they're kind of right and it, if, if right, it was yeah. true they'd be right <laughs> yeah that that one makes sense like that one kind of makes sense a little bit but like uh, even still like i i i mean it's 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 doesn't have this there's no it, I don't know. There's no ba- there's no there's no evidence of that. So you know, it's it's definitely yeah. fun to talk about. But like, well, well, what are you gonna do? Okay, well, I'm bringing this up only because I've I've got uh, a friend of mine. Actually, I know a couple people uh, in the baby boom generation who are so 
adamant that this is being overblown. And th- this is a genuine response. They're saying, well, it's just people our age dying. I'll, I don't care if I die. Can we just go back to normal? No. And I think, well, hmm. I can almost see your point. But no, <laughs> I really can't. Because, I mean, if we just go back to normal, sure, we're all going to get the flu and most of us will survive and you won't. And everything's back to normal and hunky-dory. But still, no. <laughs> no, that's not cool. I, I, did read, I did read a thing saying one time that, you know what I mean, if if the rules were reversed and this uh, virus or flu or whatever was attacking, uh, I mean, younger people and children, right. that the older generation would do everything in their power to stop it. And if that meant they just right. had to sit at home, they would do that. If that meant and they that- had to lay down their lives, they would do that. We're having trouble just sitting and watching Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, and we're bitching about yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's true. I, I I do think that there's a bit of a generational disconnect here, and 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 that's just it. It's that you know, okay, so I'm not quite. I'm almost in that age group where I'm in danger, but not quite. Um, but yeah, like I do. You 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 what you're basically saying if if you're in that camp, and believe me, guys, this this is a thing. Like I'm not kidding. There are people in that sort of sixty five to seventy five age range that. Just want to just fuck it and and live live life and if they die they die. Uh, now I can but that's a whole lot to ask of basically your kids right, your middle aged kids like oh no just let me die. <laughs> what? <laughs> like it just it, it it go this this whole um, preservation versus human preservation versus economic preservation thing. There is an argument there. I mean, it's it's a thing. The sooner we get back, to, the sooner we get back to business, the less the economic hit, the more people we lose, right? And vice versa. The less people we lose, the bigger the economic hit. And there are a lot of people who are saying, "I'll take the economic hit." Like even Trump has alluded to this in the states, and it's got a little bit of traction. Mm. Yeah, I I don't know. I it's there's a there you you there's a there's a lot of people that are that are pitching their theories on how all of this stuff's going to play out but i think the reality is is that nobody knows anything and and you know you you could definitely look at it in terms of economic repercussions and stuff but like i i just it's just like trying to forecast something that we've never experienced before is impossible do you know what i mean well, like nobody exactly knows it. that's exactly yeah. it. I, mean, I work i work in finance like my job is based on the economy being good but at the same time for whatever reason i'm able to pull myself away from this and just say it's just the fucking way it is right now yeah yeah just, Soak it up. Soak up that time with your family because when we start again, we're going to be starting again going 100 miles per hour whenever that is. And I think that's what's throwing people off is it's not how is how are things going to start again when they do start again. It's when does that when it where is that starting line? Like we haven't even we don't even know where the finish line of this particular moment is. Therefore, we don't know where the next starting point is. So what that will look like, fuck who knows? Because that could be in September. And because of, you know, something because of familiarity, when the when the machine picks back up and, you know, it's not going to be like I don't I don't personally think it'll be a very gradual one. I think it's just going to be hit the gas and go. Uh, But when that does happen, here's an analogy for you. Last time you sat through an extended blackout. 
So you've got the family there, nothing's on, you've got the candles, everything else, and everything's quiet, and then suddenly the power kicks back in, the TV starts blaring, and all the lights are on. Do you not feel somewhat tempted to turn them all back off again and stay with yes. the candles on? Right? And that's yes. kind of in my, my analogy of what this is going to be like. As soon as we're back to a million miles an hour, we're going to be longing for sitting in our living rooms and doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know there is a... There- yeah, there, there. So there's a couple, a couple things that I wanted to add to this whole, uh, um, this whole conversation. Uh, one of them, um, I read actually the the other day that that. Uh, you know, this isn't like th- this whole lockdown quarantine thing is definitely new to us and our generation for sure, because we haven't really experienced it as a, as a, as a, um, as a species since like the 1920s. But like they're in, in history, it's, it's happened quite a bit and, and, and it, the results of it have actually turned out to be pretty dramatic. So for example, like, you know, they're, they're saying like Shakespeare, um, the, the, that he wrote, um, King Lear, Macbeth, um, um, and Antony and Cleopatra um, while he was under lockdown for the Black Plague. Uh, Isaac Newton, he he went into quarantine and and he came up with the theory of gravity. Like like uh, Edward Munch was under lockdown during the Spanish um, the Spanish flu pandemic. So like there's like these echoes of like this absolute genius that really we the, it seems like the only things that we talk about as a result of of those giant lockdowns now are that like the the from a historical context are like the good things that have come out of it, you know, which I found really interesting. Cause you don't, uh, yeah. you know, all I really, all I really have to say to this is fuck you, Shakespeare and Newton, you show offs. Cause I'm just sitting here jerking, jerking off the porn hub and making Mr. Noodle surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Taco seasoning and everything. <laughs> That's my contribution to the world. There's no theory of relativity coming out of this trio. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I, I do think the taco seasoning added to the craft dinner is up there with the theory of relativity, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Mark, you never know, man. You could you could be on that list next time. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a pandemic, and they're looking back over great achievements in human history. Taco yeah. seasoning could be up there with King Lear. You never know. <laughs> And then there's there's one more thing that you because you guys were talking about uh, you know restarting the economy after this is all over and how that what that might look like Italy right now um, is they're going through and this is from routers I, I could post it on our Facebook page after um, there's Italian regions that are testing for signs of coronavirus immunity and so they're, what they're hoping is is that the people that have have um, have in, like survived coronavirus. Um, and come on the other end or might be have, have some level of immunity to it and they might get those people to go back to work if possible so that they're testing right now healthcare workers to see if they they have antibodies in their blood that can withstand another infection um i say we just eat those people restart that one. <laughs> i say we just eat those people and see what happens <laughs> i'm not joking yeah well What's yeah we'll see yeah <laughs> Desperate times, man. Yeah, taco seasoning. <laughs> taco seasoning will do that too. Yeah, uh, like the it, it's like God powder. That stuff all of a sudden. God powder. <laughs> There's your band name, God powder. Opening for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, uh, Mark, you're going to come back on with us soon. I hope. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. I just I was taking some notes, and I'm uh, Chris with with your approval. I'll just float this out there. So the next time Mark's on, I, I here's something I want to do because I figure he'll have something good to add to this. Okay, 
Yeah, sure. When you're in lockdown or when you're isolated with someone or even even if you're out in public, say you're out at dinner or you're do- taking a drive somewhere, annoying habits that people have that eventually make you blow. <laughs> do, do you do you have a pen tapper or a pen? Oh, do, you man. Have that, do you have that person or a slurper or something <laughs> like what's that one thing where people do it consistently and eventually you just stand up and go for the love of God, will you stop? Anybody that works in an office will for sure have examples of that because there's Absolutely. so much of it. I, every, every, pretty much every single uh, quirk these days, now that I'm, I'm not smoking or vaping, it qualifies, <laughs> I think. Right. Yeah. See, and again, it it's magnified in extenuating circumstances, right? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, anyway, there's an idea we can throw, to, uh, throw around. In the meantime, we're going to get it up on our Facebook page. We need your, pro, your favorite low budget meal. Yeah, I actually put a I just put a poll up actually oh, nice. to for the for the the pizza pockets versus pizza pops debate. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's only it's it's barely 8 a.m. and it's already got like 10 votes so so it's, we're, we're going to leave that up all week. This could take right off. Yeah, I think so. I I you know what? Like I I'm anybody that ever eats them, I know Argo Mike <laughs> has his has his preference. Um, so 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 we'll see. Well, he, he's an Argo fan, so whatever it is he eats, don't eat it. Yeah. Bats from a fucking wet market. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. Pangolins. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm uh, I'm through for the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, take it easy. Yeah, see, see you, man. All right. This has been another episode of Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVee and Chris Brown. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to follow, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.